Hello and welcome to Always in Escrow with Serena Appel and Colby Birchin. Hello, Colby. Hello, Serena. We are speaking today to Lori Klein, a trailblazing makeup artist who brings artistry and expertise from her 12-year modeling career and 35 years in the makeup industry. A seven-time Emmy winner, she empowers women, making beauty accessible and inspiring confidence. Lori Klein shared a 30-year journey with Barbara Walters, a brilliant and inspiring mentor who changed our lives in broadcasting. Lori, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so wonderful to be here with you guys. Serena, I'm especially excited because I've known Lori for a long time. I am one of her biggest fans, and I'm so honored that you came on our show. Uh, We respect you. We're so excited to have you on. So thank you, Lori, for coming on. Thank you so much for asking me. It's such a pleasure to be here with you guys. So how did you make the shift from modeling to makeup? Well, you know, I was an artist ever since I was a little girl, and I loved the part of modeling or the getting ready part. You know, I could spend, when I did a shoot, I could spend hours just doing my makeup and, you know, just creating different looks. And I just, I love that part of it. And back in the day, this was in the seventies when I actually would have to go from shoot to shoot during the day. Sometimes I'd have two or three jobs a day because they booked you by the hour. So I'd have two hours here for a department store and two hours here for a catalog and two hours there for a a headshot shoot, whatever. Um, I'd have to bring all my makeup and all my hair supplies and the lingerie and everything else that we were required back in the day to carry with us. So what we did or what I did was I had popped out all the colors into a tin makeup, a a tin watercolor box like kids used to use, you know, and so that I could just flip open the box and have everything there. And, but then when some of those pieces would get used, you'd have to pry them out because they would be glued in. And I had this idea of creating makeup with interchangeable makeup cases. Of course, I never pursued it because I was busy in my career and other people in the industry soon after, like Trish McAvoy and um, oh, there's so many that had interchangeable makeup cases. And that's how I got into makeup because I started investigating packaging and how it was made. And I actually started my own private label line. So that was, oh my gosh, like 40 years ago, I started my own private label line. Okay, Lori. Please tell us about your new custom-designed brush kit, the Lori Klein Brush Collection. What sets it apart from the rest of the brushes on the market? Well, I decided to create my own brush line because there are certain tools that I prefer, and I couldn't find them out there. And I really believe that the precise placement of makeup is really everything in creating what you want to achieve when you apply makeup. And brushes may all look alike, but they're really not. Um, It really depends on the hair that's being used, how it's attached to the ferrule, the weight of it, the cut of it, the thickness of it. There's so many different elements, which I learned when I started making my own set. Um, So it's really my personal choices for what I think everybody needs. Um, Other people might feel differently about it, but I think this 
my 10 brush brushes is all that anybody needs to get exactly what you want to achieve in your makeup. Um, they are, um, each brush is labeled. So there will be videos about how to use each one. Um, and they just work so easily. Like for instance, my uh, liner brush, I call it my secret weapon brush because I literally cannot do eyeliner with any other kind of brush. It just makes it so easy for anybody to put eyeliner on. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you are, okay. I want to just recognize that you've been inventing things to help and to make things easier and simplify since way back in your modeling days when you were just inventing for yourself. And now you're making these brushes available to the masses. You're going to have tutorials. Are they going to be on your website? How can people find you? They'll be on my website. This is pretty incredible because everybody's going to have first-hand experience. Wow. From Lori delivering her amazing knowledge that you've been working on as an artist. Okay. You go, you go way back in art to when you were a child, you, you were an artist. Well, it's, it's really fascinating. I remember back when I was a child and I was learning how to draw and they had these lines that, you know, to learn how to draw in the distance and how things got smaller. But when I look at someone's face, I see invisible lines on their face. And I've all, and and the formula, it doesn't really matter whose face it is. The formula for application is so similar because it's proven that symmetry how symmetrical you are determines how attractive you are. And that doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, unique looking or exotic looking, but it's all about balancing and, and looking as symmetrical as you can. And what does that mean? It means that one eyebrow is higher. And in makeup, we have all these tools to correct. Sometimes you look at someone's face and, you know, the bottom lip, you want it to be a little fuller to match the top lip. And there are tools, there, there are so many different ways of achieving the tiniest little bit of adjustment. It's funny because anytime a woman find, or a man when they're flirting finds out that I'm a makeup artist, they say, what, what am I doing wrong? And it's almost like every woman makes her eyes smaller because they stop the makeup in the wrong places. And just like we learned as children in art that a line goes on forever, even though you don't see it, it's the same thing with makeup. So it's all about the angles and the exact placement. So if I'm doing makeup like this here and like this here, those aren't parallel lines and it's not going to look as pleasing. So when I point this out to people very simply in a private makeup lesson or in a tutorial, it really changes the way they apply their makeup and how much better they're going to look. It sounds a little confusing, but it's really very simple. Okay, let's be honest. You have had quite a career working with top talent that relied on you, that were loyal to you for decades. You worked with an icon and she always looked fantastic. 
that might that must have been quite an experience working with Barbara Walters. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey? Oh boy, it was 30 years with Barbara Walters and I am really, really blessed. And we became very, very close. Um, I miss her so desperately. Um, I can't believe that she's gone. Uh, but it, it was an incredible journey and it evolved, you know, um, in the beginning it was, you know, I, for some reason, um, People are just people to me. I was never really impressed by a celebrity. So when I met her, she was just another woman of her age. I was doing a lot of weddings and the mothers of the bride loved me because I always made them look better, but natural. And um, I'll never forget, I was filling in for Barbara's makeup artist. And I never forget what she said to me. Oh, darling, I, I really like this. It's sort of California fresh. And, um, and that was it. And, um, I kept filling in and filling in. And eventually when she booked me for 2020, uh, then I knew that I was a regular and, um, it was a really exciting moment. And I did a lot of tweaking at first, um, because I, my makeup was very soft. I came from the world of photography, being a former model, I was really good at knowing how to do makeup for the camera. Back in the day when I was modeling, we didn't have digital photography. We had film and retouching was not as simple as it is today. So the makeup really had to be perfect. It had to be, like I said earlier, precisely placed. The shine, if you, you know, it, today it's very easy to eliminate shine digitally. Back then it wasn't as easy. So a makeup artist had to make sure that shine was taken care of. Things were even, there were no, you know, mistakes anywhere, no blotches anywhere. Um, so when I started doing TV, that was a new thing for me and a new learning curve. Um, again, because it had to be perfect because you can't step in while someone's doing a major interview and, um, say, oh, wait, you know, I have to fix this. Doing the makeup, I understand. I know you're doing ladies. Have you ever done gentlemen? I, I have done a lot of gentlemen, um, and I've, I continue to do gentlemen, uh, as I'm still working, even though Barbara is not around. Um, I was, I'm hired by law firms uh, who have a lot of guys uh, when they do photo shoots or videos. I, uh, at weddings, I've done a lot of weddings. I do, I don't do quite as many as I used to before Barbara, I was doing, oh my gosh, I supported myself doing weddings. That's actually how I started. Um, besides working for the photographers who I used to model for. Um, so that combination is basically was my early start before I met Barbara, but, uh, at weddings, it's so funny. Uh, I, when the photographer is shooting and I see shine on a man, I'll go over and powder them. And they're like, you know, and then they, they realize, they say to me, you're not going to make me look like I have makeup on. I said, well, you know, if you look like you have makeup on, then I I'm really doing a bad job here because that, that would just be terrible. And then they see themselves and they really like it and they ask for more. It's very funny. Will you tell us our audience what two products you always have on hand for men? Powder, absolutely. And concealer and bronzer are a second, second tie there. 
love to hear just about kind of like how you've your perspective in, you know, how the, the industry has changed, you know, the beauty industry. My gosh, it's boomed. One thing about being around for a long time is you really get to see how things evolve. And it's when I when I first met Barbara, she and that first early shoots on 2020. And the first time we shot was for her 10 most fascinating people. And she would say to me, this is news, darling, you know, keep it, you know, this is news and it needed to be natural. And, um, and I was a perfect fit for her because I really do very natural makeup. I can make you as dramatic looking as you like, but you'll always look like yourself. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. As time went on and then the view started, and I'm proud to say that I was there with Barbara and Bill Getty on the early discussions about, wouldn't it be just like the beginning of the, the first season of the view? And they opened the view saying, I had this idea of a show with women of different ages And that's exactly the conversation that Bill and Barbara had talking about maybe we should do a daytime show. And they had no idea what a daytime show would be like. And then the view came about. And that's a whole nother story. But to answer your question about makeup. So when the view came about, now we're doing a daytime show and we're surrounded by Star Jones and Meredith Vieira and Joy Behar. And they're wearing makeup about the time when the Kardashians really started getting popular. And I'll never forget when I first saw their makeup, I thought, oh my gosh, that is a lot of makeup, you know? (laughs) And today that a lot of makeup is very much the way a lot of women like to look. So it was this gradual progression from that very natural to the point where Barbara Barbara would say to me, maybe we should wear false eyelashes. And that was the beginning of starting to build on a much more dramatic look for Barbara. And there was never a day when she did not want those false eyelashes. It became the most important thing in her makeup. That's great. Um, You know, I, I know you have a lot of stories. Obviously, you were very close to her. Do you have any stories in particular that you want to share with our audience? Because she was such a a fabulous person and, you know, we all knew her from TV. You knew her personally. Is there anything that stands out that people will be like, wow. Anytime she met anyone who was on the way up or, or interns or young PAs, she was so, so, so supportive and helped everyone to learn and grow and um, was the most generous person that way. Um, You know, she had so much respect for me as a single mother and was so supportive. And people don't really know that side of her. You know, she, she loved to tell the story about in the beginning when she started to get some money and she wanted to buy, she needed to buy a new coat and she chose the gray one, even though she wanted the pink one because it was more practical, you know, and um, what really stands out is when her book tour for audition, I don't know if you read her, her memoir audition, but it's an incredible book. And we went all over the country as you, you do on book tours. And she was amazed 
I think she thought it was like having a party and nobody would come. You know, did you ever have that that feeling you, you were going to have a party and maybe nobody would show up? And the thousands of people that would be lined up around the block. And this woman, Barbara Walters, this incredible, you know, icon in television, she was amazed. She goes, these people are here for me, you know, and that was, that's why she called her book Audition, because I think she never really got that she reached where she reached, you know, and I mean, she knew who she was and you know, I mean, obviously the view wouldn't have happened if it, if it wasn't for Barbara, because in the beginning, uh, you know, you couldn't, get, you couldn't get people to appear on a daytime show. But she knew these people personally and said, would you come for me? You know, Tom, Tom Sella came, I think, on the first show. And um, there was, um, you know, so many incredible celebrities that showed up for her. Wow. What was it like for you? When you work for a celebrity, when you are a celebrity makeup artist, you are pretty much married to them. There were times when, and, and Brian Renfro, her hairdresser, and I used to laugh, in times of death we work. Because if someone was dying or, you know, we would be on standby. There, in any kind of major news break, I would be called in. There were times I was laying on the beach with my kids. And I think it was when John Kennedy's plane went down and when Princess Diana's accident and 9-11, wherever I was, I would stop and have to go. And it was challenging. You know, I didn't have to. Barbara would always understand if I wasn't there, there was always someone who could fill in, but it was my job. And if I wanted to keep my job, I needed to be there. So it was... You know, it was challenging. My my biggest, what really stands out was in the beginning when, uh, during the O.J. Simpson trial, we traveled day and night. We were in the studio during that car chase with O.J. in the, in the uh, Bronco. Bronco. We were in the studio till two o'clock in the morning, just watching that car. And, um, you know, my kids were very little. I had to have live in help and I was a single mother and it was challenging, but they were so supportive and so happy for me that I was working and had such a great job. And, you know, they were so excited when I told them about all the celebrities that I met. And, um, yeah, I used to get them autographs and (laughs) it was fun for them. How would you spend your time? Like when she's filming, would you just be watching her and, you know, making sure you're, you're ready? Like what, what, what was that time like? Well, when Barbara was filming, I always had to be watching to see if anything needed to be fixed or corrected if she needed me. So I would run in during breaks. It was the downtime in between when we were waiting for interviews to happen, setting up, um, Mostly people were on time. There were certain celebrities that really stand. Elizabeth Taylor, you know, like the old time movie star. She used to keep us waiting for hours. But my God, it was Elizabeth Taylor. So, I mean, you waited, you know, and I met every president and just about every celebrity I can think of in 30 years working with Barbara. And it was interesting to see how they were backstage, you know, what kind of people they were, because they're all just people like, like all of us, 
you know, and that was fun. My favorites really were the politicians, you know, and um, that was very exciting. I traveled with Hillary Clinton and it was just Barbara, Hillary, Huma, her assistant and, and me, we traveled uh, when Hillary came out with her book and that was amazing. I did Barbara Bush's makeup in Texas. She was actually in the bathroom sitting on the toilet while I did her, not uh, going to the bathroom, but there was no place else to sit in, in this little bathroom. And the places you've, you've traveled to. Yes. I, uh, and it's funny because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a person who loves to travel. Um, my children love to go. And both in my modeling career, I mean, it took me to incredible locations. You know, I've been to Japan and um, Bogota. I was very well known in Venezuela as a model. I did big campaign there for cigarettes back in the day. And with Barbara, you know, Germany and Italy and um you know, all over the country, cities that I, I never would have gotten to, you know, which were really interesting to to visit. Are there uh, wow. any other celebrities that you could recall a great story that might have happened that our audience would just be like, wow? Well, Clinty was such a flirt. And oh, my God, was he just the most charming nicest, nicest man. And like I said, he, you know, you could really tell how kind and nice he was because he would go over to the crew and thank everybody individually. So did Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was very cognizant of all the workers around. Wow. Well, You're fantastic. You've shared so much. There's one more story I wanted you to share. Can you tell us about the story of gratitude that led you to another incredible opportunity? Oh, yes. The story of how I got my infomercial. Um, I did an infomercial for Murad Skincare. And it's just such a great story how it came about because it's really how I, I try to do my work is, is looking at my work as a service. You know, when I do women, I, I just get such a joy and pleasure when they sit up straighter and they start feeling better about themselves because they look better. And, and that's what really runs me. That's my passion is helping people feel better about themselves. And, um, so Early on in The View, Dr. Murad came on the show and gave all the ladies a box of skincare. And Barbara's like, there's so many products here. I don't know how to use them. So I I called the 800 number and I got him on the phone and he explained to me how to use these products. And I said, wow, this sounds great. I'd like to try them, too. So he sent me a set of my own. Well, two weeks later, I left him a message saying how I saw an incredible difference, not only in my skin, but in Barbara's skin because she was using his products. Just because I really was grateful for him giving me these products and grateful for the time he took to explain how to use them to me. And I was I was thrilled to see that they really worked. And because of that, when he did his infomercial, they called me to do a um, testimonial on the products because it was he thought it was so nice of me to thank him. And after talking to the producer, he said, you know, you sound like you really know what you're talking about. Maybe you'd like to be 
a co-host in the infomercial. And that infomercial was really an incredible addition to um, my career for the next 40 years. And I was actually thinking about it, how close up and personal you were with with Barbara on a, on a daily basis. So, I mean, I, you know, there's some days, right, we could be more bloated or you, you would have to help her, you know, I don't know if she ever did though. So <laughs> I'm just thinking you probably saw all sorts of Barbara. Oh, yes. Yes. And she wasn't that vain. You know, if she had um, cosmetic injections, which she was very open about on The View, and she'd be black and blue, she'd just walk around. She didn't, it, she was not vain that way. And there were many challenges like that, as there are for any woman who may have a bad day or a breakout or um, a crease on the cheek when you're doing a major filming. You know, these are major challenges. Ah. Oh. You're so detail-oriented. I mean, I cannot wait to see your tutorials. Everybody, we are going to be in for a real treat as soon as we we see those drop. It's like there's this one brush. It's my concealer brush. And I love using my fingers. I don't use a foundation brush. But like because I am meticulous, this concealer brush, it gets right into the little areas that sometimes people neglect with concealer right close to the eye line. Or you can push concealer into the labial lines or around the nose or highlight under the, the, the lips. These are things that people don't really think about. But because I am... I, the precise placement of makeup is important as we discuss. All those brushes give you the right tools to achieve, you know, that perfect finish. And you, you had your, I mean, you crafted this. How long did it take you to create this collection of brushes? Several months back and forth, testing different hairs, different sizes, right. different cuts, and they're manufactured in the United States, thank goodness. So the process would have been a lot more difficult if they were, you know, a lot of brushes are made out of the United States, but I purposely wanted to do it in the United States. How could people order them, find you? Through my, through my website, laurieklinecosmetics.com. Um, you can buy them there. You can also sign up for a makeup lesson, a session with me, whatever your needs are. Do you do in-person and um, Zoom I consults? Do. I do. There you go, everybody. Wow. That is incredible to have access to Lori Klein and your new collection. This has been such an incredible experience being with you. And thank you so much for coming on our show. I feel like we need to have part two, part three. I mean, so much to follow up on. Um, you've really inspired my day. I am just thrilled to be connected. Oh, me too. I feel the same. It's wonderful being here and bringing up all these wonderful memories and what a, what a wonderful journey. And it was a pleasure sharing it with both of you. Thank you so much for having me. Laura, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you.